This year, I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now, and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and honestly, you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired, and I just wanted to feel better, but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. I take a Symbiotica every morning with my eggs and I'm ready to go. I'm alert. And then I hit the gym. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code BACHELOR for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations perfect beach finder quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beach finder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. Another happy Tuesday. And we are thrilled to be here talking with you all today because we have one of our absolute favorite women that we have been wanting to have on Mm -hmm. since I think even before Matt James's season started. Um, She's a woman that we unfortunately did not get to know at all, which was such a huge bummer because I know, and I'm sure we're going to learn very quickly how incredible her story is. Um, And she was one that we had our eye on since the bios were released. And Rachel, I actually think I said that she was way too good for the show. So we've been dying to talk to her. So today we are going to chat with the beautiful Maggie. And before we begin, Rachel, I know you are thrilled to be having Maggie on too. She's one that we've talked about wanting on for quite some time. Yeah, let's, without further ado, let's just bring her on. Like you said, she's too good for Bachelor Nation. And how often do we... We coined that term towards mm-hmm. someone. So, with, yeah, <laughs> let's bring her on. Maggie, welcome to the show. Welcome, Maggie. We are thrilled to have you. I am like, I, I am a little bit overwhelmed. I, okay, I'm nervous to start with. Don't and be. I'm a little bit overwhelmed because you boys are like <laughs> somebody that I really appreciate. And I just never told I will see you guys. I will talk to you. And I Maggie. am. Maggie. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Maggie. No, we're rolling now. Maggie, don't listen. Let's just, uh, this is your first podcast. We, we have been made aware it's your first podcast, Mm -hmm. but like, we want this to be like you are talking to one of your girls. We're sitting at the dinner table, just having a conversation about our lived experiences. You are somebody that we have been so excited to -hmm. talk to. You know, we, you were teased at the beginning of the season. Like we were told you had such a great story to tell. And then we didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The justice for Maggie. Why didn't we see it? <laughs> so we're going to see it today on the podcast. We're so thrilled to have you. So thank you so much for being here. Like take those <laughs> nerves, throw them away because this is just like, like family, just girlfriends. Just up. girl time. 
Thank you. Yes. But you are Rachel and you are Becca. Okay, I'm going to try. <laughs> and you are Maggie. <laughs> and you are Maggie. <laughs> Maggie, you were one when when the cast bio was released for Matt James this season. You were one girl who Rachel and I were so excited to see you on our TV screens. Aww. I think I made the comment. I was like, damn, she sounds way too good for the show, even. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't wait to see her to get to know her. And as Rachel said, unfortunately, so much of the drama overtook everyone's storyline this season. So we can't wait to have you here to have our listeners actually get to know Maggie for who you are and not, you know, what was portrayed for two seconds on TV. So as Rachel said, throw the nerves out the window. We're just going to have a good time. Um, So before we like really get into any of the questions, we want to check in with you. How have you been um, since you were obviously filming and now that the season is wrapped and it's unairing, how have you been since all of that craziness? Oh, I've been good. You know, I've been trying to stay busy, of course, working, uh, you know, at my pharmacy and um, I work in different pharmacy every day. I get to meet so many different people and it was very interesting because I love meeting different people all the time. And uh, yeah, and as you guys know, COVID vaccines are out. So I was giving so many of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, the interesting thing is that people are so grateful to give them the vaccine and they think it's like holy water. And fun <laughs> fact, after I give them, they will come to me asking me, hey, do you want water? Do you want food? And oh. they just, they're, just, they're just so happy. And that, you know, that kept me a, a lot busy. And also, I was focusing more, uh, you know, for what's going on in my hometown in Tigray and trying to create more awareness and trying to find a way how to help the children and the mothers there by giving my time and money and find a way to create more awareness so people will know about it because thousands of you know children are out of family and uh, a lot of moms, a lot of family are displaced and have no food to eat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, focusing more time on that is what kept me busy after the show and, yeah, I I think I'm still busy, but it's interesting. It's 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 good kind of busy, and I'm grateful for that. You know what I just heard there? Purpose kept me busy after the show. Mm-hmm. Real life, meaningful things that you've been been working on even prior to the show um, that hold a special place in your heart have kept you busy, and that's why that's one of the reasons, many reasons that we were so excited to talk to you because there's so much depth there. So I want to start from the beginning. Okay. Tell us everything that we missed. I want can you to talk about like your childhood and growing up in Ethiopia. And I have to tell you this. Now, okay. I don't know my heritage, but when I was in college, I used to say like I would all these people from um, um, Eritrea would ask me if I was Eritrean. Now, not Ethiopian, next door. Uh, but I would say no, but then it kept coming. People would say, Oh, are, are you Habsha? So I started saying, Well, yeah, I am. I am. So <laughs> I have no, honestly, I have no idea. I have no idea. Hi, I have my no Habsha sister. Hello, my Habsha sister. Thank you. Yes, can we, can we be Habsha sisters, please? Uh, but yes, can you tell us about your childhood and growing up and everything? Oh, okay. Um, First of all, my real name is Ma'areg. Do you know that? My real name is Ma'areg. From and social media, yes. From, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, means, uh, it means grace, honor, mm. grace. Yeah. Mm. Um, I was born in a small village in Adwa. It's uh, in Tigray, north part of Ethiopia. And uh, fun fact, growing up, we, we didn't have uh, uh, running water. So I was fetching water every day from the river. And believe it or not, I, I still have my scars on my feet from falling, carrying the water pot to the house. And that was interesting, but I get to be a pharmacist uh, in Ethiopia. Uh, unfortunately, there wasn't that much job opportunity. So I applied for a lottery. I played a lottery to come to America, to immigrate to America. And thankfully, I got it. I got the lottery. <laughs> That's, you know, that, that's why you know, I'm here with you guys. It gave me the chance to come to this country and to meet you, to be at The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I, when I get here, I didn't want to be just a pharmacist. And uh, I wanted to pursue my, you know, my modeling career because when I was back home, I used to think, 
you know, what the life of America, the life of a strong, beautiful woman, fashion, educated. I, I just have, and I, I want to do it because I came all the way by myself, this country. And I get to pursue my modeling career and I get to work as a, you know, as a model and as a pharmacist, I get to travel uh, to different countries, to even to America, different parts of U.S. Um, also, uh, outside of, you know, my modeling and my pharmacist, I get to spend most of my time on my nonprofit. Uh, I, if you guys know, it's called My Shoes, Your Shoes. Um, fun fact about that, when I grow up, I didn't have shoes when I, you know, when I was going to school. And my dream was one day, if I make it out of that village, I will give shoes to the little girls in you know, developing countries, starting from Ethiopia, Adwa, where I'm from. And um, that, you know, my goal is now I focus more to give shoes to those little girls so they can be able to go to school and to be who they want to be someday. And that's it. And that's a little bit about me. Currently, I am a pharmacist. I, I do my link. And, uh, you know, I work on my nonprofit, especially now with the things going on back home. I'm trying to feed people as much as I can, you know, um, just to, to be able to give back. And that, that's, that's me. Oh, Maggie, you, yeah. I mean, just your heart and your soul and your dedication. It's incredible. Like, we really don't truly see women like you come through the franchise all that often. I mean, it is a rare find indeed to have somebody as incredible as you. Yeah, Maggie, when when we saw the bit of you at the end of the episode, when you and Matt finally have some alone time after a long night, I think you had been lost in the pumpkin floating in the pond. You finally could sit down with your man to get to know him a little bit more. And what does Matt James do? <laughs> he dances for you, but not just any dance. He does a silent tick talk dance now we all know how rachel felt about that when we watched it but what was going through your mind when when that is what mad james whipped out for you in that moment um <laughs> for us i was hoping you know like break it down kind of dance you know the slow dance yes when, like when he started i was like uh, okay mad james i i really appreciate you and thank you for you know making me smile but i have to say this um, I was hoping, you know, the slow dance, but when he started TikToking, I was like, oh, wow, shoot, this is really happening. I, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I was like, if you can't see my face, I was like, okay, i like, what do I need to do? i like, just smile, Maggie, smile, that's all. <laughs> How do I make him stop? <laughs> yeah. How do I get out of this room faster? <laughs> I was like, do you like it? I, I, I do like it. I like the carriage. You know, I like, and I, I asked him to dance. I tried. It was a rough day for me. And I was so exhausted. And uh, it was a long night. And I just asked him to make me smile, to dance for me. He tried. I, I know, I, get, I, I need to give him credit for that. But that TikTok dance, um, I was <laughs> expecting more. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, I you think we all it were. so well. Yes. Yeah. Well, Maggie, you did live up to your name and you gave him grace. <laughs> yes. You seemed very patient. But you and I think every woman watching in America was just like, oh, he should have grabbed your hand. He should have pulled you up, spun you around, maybe dipped you, maybe leaned in for like a little kiss or a hug at least, a nice embrace, something other than what we saw transpire i agree i uh, agree with you <laughs> oh maggie i was i'm so sorry for you in that moment going back to because i want to i still want to learn so much more about you because i feel like there's okay. so much that you could give to our listeners as a whole yeah. um so you mentioned that you won the diversity the diversity lotto coming to america but how long ago was that how many years have you now been here and then also, what was it like? Because I'm assuming all of your family is still back in Ethiopia, correct? Yeah. Yes. So what was that like knowing that, you know, you were coming and hopefully going to be able to really invest in all of these new opportunities over here, but still having to leave your family and like not knowing maybe how often you'd be able to see them? What was everything like when you finally came here? Yeah. Um, when I was there, as soon as I got the lottery, I was a mix of emotions. First of all, I am, I will be the first person making it out of Ethiopia. And second, I get, I was so excited. 
I will be able to help my mom because we are so many children and I know, you know, what struggle she had. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was in both. Uh, when I came here, uh, things weren't as I expect them to be. Um, you know, as foreigner, you know, especially African, you would think when you come to America, I would be rich the first year, I would have a car, I would have a house, I would, you know, buy my mom a car, a house, all that. But when I came here, I struggled. I, you know, I couldn't find a job because the pharmacist from back home was an equal pharmacist here. Mm. So I had to take the exam. I had to work as a technician. And I was walking to my work, not to spend a dollar 25 cents to buy, to get, you know, to, to use the bus to go to work. And I was struggling with paying my house rent because I, I didn't have anybody to help me. And, you know, was buying food. Uh, it was the first year it was so hard and I had these old emotions missing home and not being able to send the money, you know, for them. And it was hard the first year, but the second year I started you know, going to school at night while I was working the whole day. And that helped me, you know, just to, you know, to be able to work and to be able to get financial aid to school. And a little bit, you know, there is a hope for me. The second year was okay. The third year I, you know, I start pharmacy school then you know life start to make sense okay america is not that easy you know there is a lot of expectation but if you work hard you can make it and that's what i you know that's what i keep saying and i keep praying god please like you brought me all the way here and what am i doing like it, it was so hard but you know after third year of being here it was okay just get you know, i get I get to learn a little bit of the American life, you know, work hard, work hard. That's okay. Work hard. You will make it one day. And that helped me to push myself and to be able to finish school. And like when I'm standing, when I'm sitting right now with you and, you know, looking back the first year, it was, I couldn't breathe even thinking about the struggle that I had. Like I always cry and I just bend my knee. God, thank you for, making me survive those years because mm-hmm. it was something, you know, hard in every way, like not having nobody, no money. I don't have anybody to ask. It, it was just so hard all over. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I'm here and I, I am, I, I owe it, it all to God. And mm-hmm. I, 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 <laughs> I am, I am grateful. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my a little bit of life story I had. A a little bit, a little bit life story. I'm telling you what you just said in that statement is so, not statement, just like telling your story. It's so powerful because like, as I'm listening to you, it just reminds me of things that we take for granted, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's because we were born here or maybe like how we grew up, just like little things that you were having to do and maybe what you thought America was versus getting here, but then not letting that discourage you. And to keep going and knowing if I keep working hard, if I keep moving forward, I'll eventually get to where I'm going to go. So thank you for sharing that story. Yes. I'm curious, though, in listening to you talk, where what what city did you come into when you first got here? Baltimore. Oh, God. So, Not, uh, shout out to all our ba- Baltimore <laughs> listeners. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, the first city to come here, I can understand even more so how it's different. Yeah. Can you hear the Baltimore accent? At first, I didn't knew. So they told me, like, there is a Baltimore accent. There is, like, English is English for me because I was also struggling to speak English, ABCD. So I was like, okay, for me, it looks the same. But the more I live there, the more I start traveling. Oh, the Baltimore, you know, like, there is an accent. Yeah, mm-hmm. say yeah. Avenue. Say Avenue. Avenue. Okay, so I was trying to see if you had picked up the Baltimore yeah. accent or not, but you had Baltimore. <laughs> I, mean, I, I still have my African accent, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. But I understand the first, like of all the cities, Baltimore. Like I can, I can, I can, I get it. Guess what? It. Guess what? I what? got robbed when I was waiting the bus to go to school. And it was a big time. I remember I got my first paycheck. I was so excited. I cashed it because I didn't have a bank. I didn't open a bank then. And I cashed it. I was waiting the bus to go to school because I can't afford bus then. And this guy came behind me 
he took my bag and he dragged me. I was like, <gasps> I hold my bag from my life because there was money there. If I don't have that money, I'm not going to survive oh the whole God. week. I hold that bag and he dragged me away and he was, you know, strong enough. He took the bag and I run behind <gasps> him to say, I had no idea. And the woman, she said, stop, no, 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 don't, don't, don't run behind them. She said, stop me. The only thing I had in my mind was saving the bag, getting my money. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I got robbed in Baltimore. So oh, oh my gosh. I had a story. It's like you have and you lived. say it with a smile on your face. Oh yeah. Because I, I survived a lot and it's just like for me it's it's pointless to like if I complain, I feel like I'm not I'm not being grateful. Mm. I'm just like, you know, I, I know I struggle a lot, but I just it's like me showing smile, it's just I'm just grateful, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this then, because I mean okay. it's so interesting that you ever even went on the TV show, you know, because I, I look at it and you've lived so many lives and you have so many different experiences that, that especially women who grew up in America will never, ever have. So when you were on Matt's season and especially in the beginning when there was so much drama taking place between these, you know, 20, 30 women, what was going through your mind? Because if I was you, I'd be thinking like, look, I lived through some really hard shit and there's somebody crying because they're not getting a date or somebody crying because whatever it might be, they don't have a crown or a tiara or a, a scepter, anything. Like, how <laughs> how was that living like in the bubble per se and knowing like what you've lived through, what you know, you know, like the actual hardships that go on in this world? Yeah. Um, I I wasn't like I didn't know how I was handling it, but on the first week, the girls were like when every time they asked me, I answered the question. And I, I remember Rachel one day, Maggie, I'm so jealous of you. You un you answered like you're just so graceful and you just don't get bothered. Like, yeah, because you know, like why do I need to get bothered? You know, I just like I was in shock because um <laughs> yeah, going going there, I was I was supposed to meet Mark every day, talking to him, you know, getting more time, you know, being treated a special woman. It's every girl's dream, of course. I want to be treated special, but that didn't happen. But that I still didn't lose who I am. I still like being right. true to myself and seeing the girls, you know, fight over things. I, I was like, oh my God, what did I put myself into? <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind. But um, it took me time to see now, like, they are not me, I'm not them. And I cannot, you know, we cannot relate to what's, what's my background, what's their background. That's why I just, you know, I didn't judge or anything. I was like, oh my God, okay, okay. Just be, be me and be you. And it's good. So mm -hmm. that's how I survived. <laughs> I mean, how did you? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Make it on the show in the first place. Yeah. Did, did somebody apply for you? Did you apply? How yeah. did that all work out? You no, know, a casting director from the show emailed me, oh. and yeah, I, I had no, like in a million years, I never told I would be in a reality TV or not at all. So I got an email, and I didn't say yes. I, I waited. And when they um, they announced Matt was a bachelor, uh, it was past due. Way due. I emailed them back. Uh, I changed my mind. Sorry, I'm late. I can do it <laughs> because um, I I kind of had a crush uh, on Matt, so I was so excited to meet him in person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I said yes and I did it. I I, I, I just confess I had I, I just confess I had. I did actually. guy. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not alone. There were 30 something <laughs> other women that the were most there. The most applicants, oh. the most people wanting to be on his season ever. Yeah. yeah. I heard. No. Yeah. Matt, yeah. Matt's an attractive guy. Like, we get it. We totally understand I'm it. Um, <laughs> that's <blushing>. funny. <laughs> he still makes you blush. Uh, my gosh, I can only imagine having this, the, the life that you've had and are still having and, and the story that you have walking into the room with those women and thinking, my gosh, all these silly rabbits that are <laughs> arguing over, <laughs> over, over the, the most insipid things ever. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, wow. I can, it, it's, it's tough for all of us to, um, 
go through the show and like you have your highs and lows and it's a lot harder than people realize because you expect one thing to happen and then something else completely different happens and you know what your experience is on the show, but the audience doesn't get to see it. So for you, what do you wish the Bachelor audience would have learned about you when watching the show? Um, I wish they learned about me. Um, there are millions of women like me, uh, immigrants. They, you know, they, they made it here to America mm-hmm. and they didn't get the chance to express their love for a guy because they get to learn even from their generation, a guy has to choose you. And you don't get the chance to choose a guy. Mm. But, you know, this woman, she got, you know, she got the courage to be at the show and to be able to represent all these millions of women and to fight for love, to, you know, just, I am a woman. Uh, If I want to choose a guy, I can make it. And I am not obligated to have an arranged marriage. And uh, also for a lot of... um, you know, women that they think um, being chosen by a guy not to choose a guy is okay. It's not okay. And also, like, um, if you want, if you have a plan, um, as a woman, we are expected, you know, at a certain age, at a certain time, you have to get married, you have to have a kid. That's that's why you're born here. No, 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 no. Uh, you are a woman, you have full life. You are like, you have a full, God-given full life. You can mm-hmm. do whatever you please, whatever you want. That you know, that makes you happy. I get like I came here. I, I was I was almost to get married when I was eight years old back home. Arranged marriage to a rich guy. Really. And yeah, but thankfully my mom didn't fall for it. She let me go to school. She fought wow. for me to go to school to be, to, you know, to trust me to be, to be who I am. And mm-hmm. I get to come here. The age didn't you know didn't bother me. Uh, the um, not you know, not knowing the culture of America didn't bother me. Not speaking the language, you know, people shouting at me for not speaking like them didn't bother me. But I always wanted to be like a doctor or a pharmacy and be a model and you know have a nonprofit help people. And I, I get to do it. So I wanted them to learn. You know, if you wish, if you want to do it, work hard for it. You, you can absolutely do it. And make your own priority, not the priority that the, you know, the culture make you to be like, be a mom or something. If you have priority, just do it. And you can. And that's what I wish the people learn about the bachelor people. Oh, my Mm. goodness, Maggie. I feel like we should have you on every week. You are you, you hopped speaking. on here and you said that you were nervous to to speak with Rach and I. And I feel like I'm so inspired and in awe of you. And and what your sentiment is right now is what I would want any woman to hear. You know, you make your own life and you, you make your own priorities and you don't have to be on anyone's time schedule or expectations. And I think that's an incredible thing. Like you are just really like this shining beacon. Um, And one other thing that you had mentioned a little bit earlier that I think is truly incredible that I want to learn more about is the nonprofit work, not, I cannot talk, (laughs) is the nonprofit work that you do with My Shoes, Your Shoes. And so I know you mentioned a little bit why you started it and just your upbringing. Um, But tell us more about that because you do provide shoes to girls um, in Ethiopia, and I'm assuming is it is it more uh, underdeveloped countries than just Ethiopia as well? Uh, I I start from the place that I know, but mm-hmm. my goal is to uh, you know the future is to uh, move to all developing countries. I'm trying to have teams from different countries. If they showed me there is this village they need help, I am hundred percent help you know willing to help. But I just you know you always have to start from the place that you know. Mm-hmm, That's yeah. what I did. So I start from Adua. Because hundreds of women, they walk. I was walking one hour to school, but a lot of my classmates, they were like two hours, like more than that. And their feet were sometimes bleeding and they cover it because they were shy. The other rich women, they don't have to make fun of them. And, uh, you know, that's uh, that's the main reason. They're like, you know what? I don't care about anything. I don't care about any, anything. Just want to give them shoes. Mm-hmm. And that was the goal. Even though I start from Adwa, I will, you know, it will be all over the world. And um, I I start with the shoes. They will be able to walk to, sh- to, sh- to school. But 
that God willing, uh, I want to provide, you know, school supplies. That's what I have been doing. And so far, we, you know, we've been distributing thousands of uh, shoes and school supplies in Adwa and surrounding school. And um, for the future, I'm trying to get, you know, a delivery hospital because there isn't like women, like they are not, it's, it's, it's a luxury to have shoes in Ethiopia or in developing countries. It's a luxury to deliver in a hospital, uh, you know, so uh, I want I want to be in I want to open a delivery clinical hospital so the woman can have the chance to go to the hospital and deliver. Mm-hmm. So that's the goal that I have. So God willing, I hope it will happen. Well, where Let can me- we have our listeners go to to either learn more or to help assist and and maybe potentially donate shoes or money or time? Where can we direct our, all of our listeners? Yes, they can go to uh, mysyshoes.com. It's myshoeslushoes.com. Okay. And it, all the information is there. If they have any uh, you know, any question, they can DM me. I am on IG, Maggie Tarek. Uh, any question you have, I will be there to answer. Okay. Um, Let me tell you something, Maggie. All right, Roger, whatever you, you talk, want. The more you talk, <laughs> the more mad I get. And I'm not mad at you. I am mad that this is the first time that we are learning about you. Mm -hmm. I mean, to think where you've come from to now being on national television and they kept you hidden from us. I don't even care about, like, instead of learning about the fact that you are doing all the things that you said you were going to do, and then you're not forgetting where you come from and you're giving back to your community. You're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about your people and where you come from. And how you can help not just them, but in the surrounding areas and beyond. And we're over here learning about a woman who thinks she's a queen simply because she shares the same namesake as the Queen of England. I am livid mm-hmm. that the fact that they talked about you and said how great you are, which you are phenomenal, by the way, and told us that we were going to learn about you and we didn't. And it was overshadowed by the silliest things it, I, I, I'm enraged mm-hmm. that I, you can't say this. You know what I mean? You're still under contract, so I'm going to say it for you. <laughs> I am enraged that you, that we just didn't get to experience that. And I am, I, and then I know I, I speak for Becca as well. I am so grateful to steal a word from you that we are able to have this opportunity to shine a light on you what you're doing, and other women like you. Like you said, you are representing a a woman, a type of woman that I have yet to see, and I'm not well-versed in Bachelor prior to my season, that I have yet to see on this show. And you Mm -hmm. have so much to offer, and you are so dynamic. And let this be a lesson that we need to see more stories like you. You know, like, don't use you as a prop to tease the season over how what great women we have if you're not going to give us Mm -hmm. these great women and their stories and what it is that they're trying to build and better themselves and other people. I I can keep going, but I'm not, but I am so grateful for this. Please tell us what it is that you're doing next. Um, You already told Becca how, you know, we can, you, we can help with what you're trying to do, but like what's next for you other than greatness. That's that's Mm -hmm. coming from you, Maggie. Next for me, um, uh, personal, like, like with my personal, um, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to find my person someday and, and have a family. Um, but before that, while I'm doing that, you know, with the current situation, what's going on in my country, to be honest, I'm just, I've been having a hard time trying to do my personal thing. And um, I'm, so far, and I was able to, to hear about my family. They are okay. And that's Good. a great thing. But I still have so much to do, you know, to help to feed the people and, you know, as much as I can. And I'm trying to create more awareness on that and to get more donations so that people can have food to eat. And uh, if, you know, when everything goes to normal in my back home, I will be more actively participating on finding my person because I know my person is out there and I am so excited to meet him. What a lucky man. 
Well, it's yeah, truly. I'll be, I'll be a lucky woman. <laughs> I'm going to say nothing but the best for our Maggie because you truly, okay. when I say you shine, you shine, and you just need somebody to match you. And, you know, like, I don't want to say it was a blessing in disguise that it didn't work out with Matt, but like, you're just yeah. so many big, better, more incredible. Yeah. God willing things to come your way. And again, like for our listeners, I want to urge anyone who can help out or can even just learn more and donate, please go to, I know Maggie said it, but it's msyshoes.org because I mean, we can all do our part to help this world. Like there's just so much nastiness going on in every country, every facet, every corner of the world. And so if we have incredible people like Maggie who is fighting hard to make it a little bit better, um, please do so. So everyone, please go check it out. And Maggie, like we ask all of our guests this and I hate to even do it because we always ask like, what's next? Would you potentially do a paradise? Would you be on the show again? Um, and if that is something you wanted, would you say yes? Or are you kind of done with the franchise? And would you rather find your Mr. Right on your own terms? I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm still fighting, you know, with, with my culture, you know, that's one of the main things that kept me like, I don't get used to like, I never told Matt how I feel about him. I, I never get to make out or anything with him because in my culture, it's not that easy. You know, mm -hmm. I'm still fighting with that still in me. Like, how am I going to talk a guy who I know talking to another woman? I'm still struggling, mm -hmm. but I am thinking about it because, you know, I, I really want to meet my person. They better freaking tell your, I see I'm, I'm because Maggie's so classy, I'm not going to curse, but they better, they better tell your story. They mm -hmm. better let you, cause you, oh gosh, you're just, you're, I, I, I think you're amazing. Um, what did, and this just made me just think of this when you just said, you know, from your culture, like it's not, you don't come from a place of like being the one to like talk about your feelings and I, you know, being that, I, and I understand that as well. But what did your family say when you said, I'm going to go on this show? Um, I know you. I know I came here to go to school and to become a pharmacist, but <laughs> now I'm going to go on this show they call The Bachelor, where I'm going to be one of 30-something women dating one man. <laughs> what, what did your family say? Well, uh, I didn't talk my, you know, I didn't talk to my family when I went there. No, Sorry. none of them knew about it. <laughs> I only told them, hey, I will be away for a couple of months. I'm okay. I'm just taking a break. Don't worry about me. Uh, you know, if you need money, I already send to you. Just don't worry. I will call you when I'm back. That was it. Then when I went back and I called my mom, hey, mom, yeah, I'm back. Everything is good. I'm going to tell you, you know, I have something to tell you. And before I talked to her, you know, the war happened and everything was shut down until oh. uh, until January. So when I get to talk to her, I told her, hey, you remember that time I told you I would be away for, you know, over a month or so? Yeah, it's called The Bachelor. It's, you know, you, you know, you, we're there to meet a guy. I didn't tell her how many women. She will still kill me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I told her, you know, yeah, it's, you know, find a guy, you know, find, to meet a man. So, Oh, was he nice? Yeah, he's very nice. You know, he have you know this organization had a kid. He's tall. He's handsome. Is he Christian? Said yeah, he's Christian. Yeah, good. So how was it? No, you know, I get to know him. So we just we ha we both have different interests. So, but yeah, it was really good. <laughs> That's all she knows. She didn't watch the show yet. Hopefully, oh. one day I will sit with her and explain to her. <laughs> watch the show with her. So that's mm -hmm. that's the goal. That's funny. No, I, I listen. I get it. My, my people weren't too keen on me going on the show either. I should have done um, what you did. Yeah, I can't even. Oh my gosh! I mean, how many siblings do you have? Oh, okay. <laughs> we are a lot. I have one girl and um, five brothers. Okay, okay. big family. And big are you? Family. And you're the very oldest. No, I am the middle. The middle. <gasps> me okay. too. Yeah. <laughs> but you know being a girl being the middle you're always the one who's taking care of the family 
you're the connector. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the middle. Like you connect both sides. Yeah. 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 So, Do you? I know it's it's a hard question to ask right now because we are still in the middle of this pandemic. But once the world opens up again, do you have any plans to go back to Ethiopia right away? Absolutely. I was gonna go there for you know on September. We celebrate New Year in Ethiopia on September 11. So my okay. plan was to go there, and COVID happened, and I didn't get a chance. So I scheduled my vacation for January. In January, the war happened. I was like. It was crazy two years, and uh, I'm hoping you know, when everything goes back to normal, I don't care that much about the vaccine because, you know, like, I'm trying, you know, I will be careful using my knowledge and all that, but I'm worried more about the, you know, the current situation happening in my country. Mm-hmm. When that thing goes normal, I, I cannot wait to go home because I honestly miss my mom, mm-hmm. and the last time I've been there was 2017. Oh and gosh. that's oh that's no. that's a lot and yeah. sometimes I, I feel like i can't breathe even like thinking like uh, how much i miss her yeah <laughs> so yeah i will oh. go someday well maggie i hope I you make go. it back soon look coming from a girl that's i haven't sick. seen my mom since september and i cannot even complain i can't even imagine mm-hmm. having it be several years so we hope that everything within your country alleviates soon that you can make it back and just mm-hmm. hug and kiss and just soak in all of the time with your family um before we let you go we ask all of the contestants who have ever been on the show the Uh same question but overall from the season and the time that you were on what was your rose and what was your thorn so your highlight and low light of the season um can we start with the low light yes my low light was uh, me being stuck in the pumpkin. <laughs> the pumpkin. Like, first of all, I don't know how to swim. Like, you cannot put an African woman on the lake. I don't know how to do karaoke. It was my first time. I oh, thought that was a honestly. Oh, that was great. I would have said, if I couldn't, I would be like, nope, not going to happen. I'm walking around this lake I was instead. in the middle. I was in the middle of the lake. And I don't know. I can't go back. I can't go front. And I'm looking like, are they coming? Nobody was coming to save How me. did you end up getting out? That's a lot of people asking me. I actually <laughs> made it to the front. When I made it to, you know, to the front, uh, all the game was done. Bachelor Nation, I made it to the front. And it took me time to work my way, but I'm a fast learner, so I made it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Good for you. See, <laughs> once myself. again, did it Bye. quit. Did it give up. There you go. And you want to know what? You probably had the right idea. Good thing that you were stuck because you bypassed all of the extra drama going on. Yep. So you were just enjoying this nice yeah. little lake <laughs> stroll paddle session by yourself. Yeah. And my highs were um, being able you know, to meet this amazing woman. Like we were sitting there talking to them, different background. I was happy giggly with all of them. Like I was like, I don't have anybody that I don't like. I was like... I was friends with all of them, even though I was so close with a couple of them I, because I connect so much. But I was friends with all of them. I get to meet those amazing women, you know, hear their story, like, all the time. Wow. Like, it's just something that I never thought I would be. And, you know, I get to meet an amazing people. And I, I have that friendship, uh, you know, with me. And I'm very, very grateful. And I get to meet you both right now, which is amazing. So I am happy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> those are... <laughs> Well, we are so happy happy. that you're here. I mean, Mm -hmm. it it truly is our pleasure to have you on this podcast, to get the opportunity to talk to you. Um, Maggie, thank you so much for being here and for being a part of Bachelor Nation. We hope (laughs) that you are paving a way and more people like you come on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we can't wait to see what you do. Admire you from a distance. Keep posting those fabulous modeling pictures my goodness a work of art Mm -hmm. yes and um thank you yeah yeah thank you so much for being here yes maggie it has been an an absolute pleasure to get to learn your story and more about who you are and please like you have a friend in rachel and i now like please feel free to reach out to us if you ever need help like we are here, like we are here to support you. You have friends in us. And I'm just so incredibly grateful that we've had this, you know, 45 minutes to finally sit down with you. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It, it's a pleasure. And I, I really thank you a lot. We'll stay in touch, yeah, okay? Thank you. Yes. I will. I will. I, I um, love you both. We love, love you too. too. <laughs> I want to hug you. I was hugging you virtually. We will. When things <laughs> open up, come out here. Look at me. Yes. I'm saying it now for the first time. Yeah. Come out here. <laughs> I never tell people to come No, she doesn't. <laughs> Usually it's me inviting people and Rachel's like, gosh, oh. dang it, Becca, stop saying that. But when like Rachel you. says it, she means it. <laughs> Thank down. you. Thank you Good so much. Good to see you. Take I'll care. I'll you too. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye, Bye. Good night. Bye, Rachel. Oh. oh. Again, I'm enraged. I don't even want to talk about it because it's it's a it's a damn shame. Now oh. I can curse because Maggie's gone. Something about me didn't want to curse in front. Of me. I just I no it no. It's like her name means grace. We have to keep it together. Oh my gosh, I just like all I want to like all that is going through my mind right now is just be still my heart. Like yeah, the world was robbed of learning her story and getting to know her. And it's so unfortunate, but I actually feel very grateful that you and I had the opportunity to be her first podcast and really sit yeah. down and now share with Bachelor Nation this incredible, amazing woman. And I feel like those words don't even do her justice. Yeah. You know what it is? It's like, we're living in a time, we're living in a world right now where things are so divided. Things are so toxic. And if we're just, and if I'm, Narrowing that down just to Bastard Nation, you know, there's so much division. We don't know how the show is moving forward. There's so many people who are confused by the things that happen. They don't get it. They don't want to get it. And just to sit and have a conversation with Maggie, who talks about things in, in, such, a, in, in such a way where it's like, you're right, none of this matters except for the things that she's talking about. Mm -hmm. To hear her story to hear how she came here, to hear, hear the struggles that she had when she got here. But none of that defeated her. She allowed mm -hmm. none of that to defeat her. And she just continued to keep going, to keep mm -hmm. moving because she was grateful for the little things that she could appreciate that we take for granted every single day. Mm -hmm. And I hope that for all our Bachelor Happy Hour listeners, that if you got nothing else from this podcast, from this season, from Bachelor Nation just in general in a really long time, I hope that you were able to at least take those nuggets and so many more away from this conversation that we had with Maggie. Yes. I mean, she is the epitome of just, again, living up to her name, grace and elegance and such a fighter. And if... You know, like, it's so easy for us to get in our heads and to get down and to get frustrated over the tiniest, most minute, stupid BS things in our life. And, like, her country is going through a war. Like, she has not seen her family in almost four, four three, four years. Like, mm -hmm. and all of the other toxicity and, and just hate that's going on, especially within our country. Like, the fact that she can smile and that she is still so grateful and and can look at at little things and be like that doesn't matter like what I'm doing what I'm working for like my purpose in life is what matters and doesn't let anything derail her is incredible and I'm going to say one more time for all of our listeners if you missed the first couple times we said this please go check out her nonprofit it is at msyshoes.org and again if you can donate money or shoes or whatever Maggie on the website is asking for please go do so I'm going to the second I hop off of this podcast because I right? think it is so important to help her and this incredible cause um, so I mean I feel like how do we top that how do we top like this incredible outstanding woman i don't know like i, I don't know who our guest is next you week. don't we'll try to nope you just let it sit there and let people <sighs> soak it in yeah yes. nope, you don't you don't exactly y'all go donate yeah becca and i are donating i'm literally yes. on the website right now so um yeah 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 i, Powerful. I mean so. i think with that just to let it sit and soak in and and stop listening to me ramble on so you can go check out Maggie's <laughs> Instagram and, and her nonprofit. Um, but you guys, thank you again for another yes. week hanging out with us. We're happy to be back together and in the swing of things as a duo. As always, you guys, please keep writing to us and letting us know your thoughts, comments, concerns, any guests you want to have on in the future. We're here. We will listen and we will go from there. And I can't wait to be back again next week. And in the meantime, if you don't know where to find us on social media, it is at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram 
and at Batch Happy Hour on both Facebook and Twitter. And if you never want to miss another episode, an incredible episode like this one, please subscribe to our podcast. And you can do that through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, The Wondery app, or wherever you are listening to us right now. Thank you guys for listening in on this Tuesday. And thank you so much, Maggie, for joining us. Yes. Bye. Bye, guys. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beach finder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 